Welcome to the Art of Communicating Data Show, where every episode we try to improve how you communicate data, whether it's through data visualizations, reports, or presentations. Every episode will share tips and tricks from data experts and will leave you with actionable recommendations to improve your data communication skills. The goal is to help you grow in your data career by getting your work and you recognized through effective communication. I'm your host, Hannah, a geographer turned data professional and an introvert who loves public speaking. Let's get started. Imagine having a step-by-step roadmap to show you what is involved with creating effective data presentations. My name is Hannah, and I'm the founder of Trending Analytics, and I help people visualize and present data effectively. I want to give you my data presentation roadmap today. It's a simple step-by-step guide to all elements of an effective data presentation. This roadmap will give you a clear direction on how to prepare for your next data presentation, and it's absolutely free. To get my free data presentation roadmap, just go here, trendinganalytics.com roadmap. That's trending-analytics.com roadmap, and I'll have it in your inbox in just a few seconds. This season, I wanted to include a few episodes focusing on data communication in academia. I've only done one episode in the past about this by interviewing Dr. Sarah Treat. And there are a lot of topics pertaining to communicating data in academia that we can delve into further. I do have some background in academia. I'm a recovering academic and I transitioned to work in the industry as a data professional about eight years ago. While things don't usually change that fast in academia, especially compared to in the industry, I still don't feel confident enough to speak about the current practices in academia. So I hired someone on my podcast team who is from that world to help me research for these episodes. His name is Hamza, and he is an astrophysicist with a master's degree from San Francisco State University. His specialization is in the field of observational astronomy and data analysis. So we are lucky to have him part of the podcast team, and he's also interested in opportunities to work as a data analyst or in research positions. So if you have any leads for him, feel free to reach out to me. In today's episode, we'll be delving into the topic of writing academic papers for data practitioners. Whether you're writing a thesis or a publication, I'll share some key tips and strategies to help you navigate the process with confidence. So let's get started. The first important part of writing an academic paper is effective time management. It's important to start early and allocate enough time for each stage of the writing process which includes time for research, writing, revising, and incorporating feedback. By giving yourself enough time, you can ensure you have a well-polished paper. Then you want to choose the right word processor. For most STEM theses and papers, LaTeX is the preferred option due to its superior formatting capabilities. One great online LaTeX-based word processor is Overleaf, which allows for real-time collaboration and editing with team members. So if that's important to you, This may be a tool that you're interested in. The third tip is maintaining an appropriate tone throughout your paper. When writing a thesis, it's common to use I to convey your personal work and contributions, but for publications, it's better to use we or non-specific language to emphasize the collaborative nature of the research. Additionally, you want to maintain a formal and objective tone throughout the paper. You should also familiarize yourself with the publication process 
So this includes selecting the right journal, understanding the journal's guidelines, and the submission process. Starting with more information and condensing as necessary can help ensure that your paper aligns with the journal's requirements and will help increase your chance of acceptance. Another thing that plays a significant role in academic papers are your references. So you want to try to use relevant and recent resources, and you can check the references of those papers for more information and more resources. And if a paper is well-cited, it's likely to be influential in that field. Also, this goes back to being familiar with the journal's guidelines, ensure that all citations are in the required format specified by the journal or conference. If you don't know where to start with finding references, academic databases are great resources for finding and managing references. Platforms like JSTOR, PubMed, Scopus, and Google Scholar are great places to access a vast array of scholarly literature. These databases allow you to search for relevant papers and efficiently manage your reference library. Now for the data visualizations, which is my favorite part. When it comes to presenting data in your paper, consider different forms of data visualizations beyond just scatter plots. Some other common chart types in academic papers are histograms, line graphs, or box plots. So choose the one that is more suitable depending on the nature of your data, the message you're trying to convey, and your audience members. Always label axes and provide a legend when necessary. You want to avoid using tables to display data that could otherwise be better visualized with a chart. But if you must use a table, such as for presenting raw data, then make sure you have a clear and concise title for it. By following these guidelines, you can effectively present data in a structured and informative manner. Now, if you have co-authors, it's important that you establish clear communication and expectations with them. You want to consider the time that the co-authors might take to provide feedback and incorporate their input. And then you also want to consider collaboration tools like Overleave and Google Docs that can help with facilitating real-time editing and feedback and hopefully making the collaborative writing process more efficient. Finally, understanding the goal of your project and the results you've obtained is really important in effectively structuring your paper. For a thesis, don't be afraid to keep certain sections brief, especially if you have several plots and tables that are going to help explain those sections better. And then you can use appendices to include any additional details or lengthy information that supports your research. Well, I hope this was helpful. In the next episode, part of this academic series, we are going to discuss how to read academic papers, which is applicable to those who are in the industry as well, because sometimes you have to read papers to stay up to date with the latest technologies and trends. So tune in. Thanks for listening to The Art of Communicating Data. Please subscribe so you never miss out on any brand new episodes. And give us some love by dropping a five-star rating and a written review, as it helps other data practitioners find us. And please, share with a friend and show them how to subscribe. Thanks for listening, and here's to improving your data communication.